This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, and Tinsley Law and Title. Their sponsorship makes it possible for me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by visiting each of their Facebook pages. friends, Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am in the office of Athens head football coach and AD Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing great, Michael. It's good to see you again. It is good to see you too. Now, if people hear a little bit of an echo, um, let's tell them the truth. Part of it is because we are uh, sitting fairly far apart, yes. trying to be good, and uh, speaking up a little bit, and that's because... Uh, of course, you can't do anything in 2020 without um, thinking about COVID first. Right. No uh, doubt. Um, but we're here because Monday, August 3rd, football starts. That's right. I cannot wait for that. Uh, but before we get into that, let's let's knock out this part first. Um you have spent a lot of time making sure that things are as safe as possible for your kids here at the field house. Yes, sir. Uh, that's that's always our number one priority here is is making sure our kids are taken care of and our kids are safe uh, before anything else. And so, with this with this new world we live in right now, that's we spend a lot of time uh, making sure and going through the UIL guidelines and making sure we're following to a T and and really even. Some of the guidelines we're trying to even do more than what they say. Uh, you know, I joke uh, with our coaches today, and it's a good thing. You know, we, we have great coaches here, uh, and so I've told them I, I feel like I'm more of a uh, COVID nineteen coach than I am a football coach right now. Uh, you know, I'm letting I'm letting them uh, make sure that. And again, I'm not. I'm still worried about make sure that we're well coached to football, but mo a lot of my time is spent making sure we're following guidelines and kids are doing what they're supposed to do. And uh, so, I, like I said, I joked with them this morning about, you know, y'all are football coaches, I'm just a COVID coach, because uh, that's, that is, that's what I'm coaching up, because I want to make sure we're safe and we're following everything we can to protect our kids and protect our coaches and protect uh, anybody that comes up here as much as we possibly can. Well, and I know that that's, uh, when you actually think about it, that's not a new approach. You guys are always worried about the safety of the kids first. And if you go in and watch the kids lifting weights or doing anything else like that, there's always a coach in there making sure that they're doing it the correct way. They're not hurting themselves. So that idea of the safety of the players being paramount is not new. It's just the COVID that's not. Yeah, it's just a, that you're right. The the uh, philosophy of safety is not new, but just we're, we're having to, you know, take more measures to protect against the COVID-19 virus. And so, you know, we're, we're all kids, all coaches are wearing masks and face coverings and we're disinfecting and kids aren't sharing weight equipment. So we're, we're doing a lot, uh, which, which again, we're, we're just glad, you know, we've been really pretty fortunate this summer. You know, we've, we've had, we've had, zero uh cases of spread of coronavirus here at this facility and so we, you know, we've had kids for six weeks this summer and feel like we've done a great job of uh, following the guidelines and make sure kids stayed safe and so uh it's it's definitely different 
uh, that it's ever been. But we're just glad we can see our kids and our kids can be around us and we can be around our kids. All right, and so obviously we're going to get in and start talking in football, but you're also the athletic director. You have other athletes that are on campus or going to be on campus starting Monday. Volleyball is going to start, um, and and there are other things. There are are more individual sports, I believe, like cross-country, things like that. And tennis, yes. Yeah, and so they're all going to be here, and so I know that you're involved in making sure that the COVID-19 protocols are in place across the athletic Right. department not just a football yes sir and, you know this this summer you know we, we staggered our our times of when our uh, when our athletes arrived you know our female athlete our female sports uh, they they came after uh, our male athletes and so we staggered those times and we, we kept them separate kept tried to use as much space as we could to space them out but everybody all of our coaches did a great job uh, this summer and I know we'll continue to do that in the fall. I know one of the things you did um, for this just because um, all football coaches are into the like the logos and the, the, the uniformity and things like that that's just a that's just a coach. Uh, but I know you like to have a little flair right. now after a year, and I know that you've gotten some uh, buffs for the kids. Yes, yeah, so we've ordered uh, some buffs. They wear around their neck uh, with our logo on it, uh, and they're they're supposed to come in uh, within this next week. So we're looking forward to getting those, and that way, that way our kids just can pull them up. You know, when whenever they're not actively. Uh, engaged, they're not actually exercised. They can pull those things up, and they can always have them uh, this summer. This summer, we've had the mask that kid with that when kids come, they don't have a mask. We bought a lot of the extra masks, but we're looking forward to having those buffs and all looking the same with them, having our logo. Uh, and I think the kids will be excited about them as well. Yeah, it does make it kind of look cool and right. a little bit of fun. And now it looks like part of the uniform rather no than yes, rather sir. than something else. All right. Look, I am so tired of COVID-19, Coach, and talking about COVID-19. Let's talk about football. So Monday starts year two of your program. Um, Tell us what you're thinking about as you enter year two before we start breaking down any any of the specifics. What are you thinking as you come into year two? Well, we're excited. We're excited for, you know, yeah, when you when you're when you start a pro or not start a program, but you know when when you come in and and put your stamp and you bring in you know new staff and do things differently than the program's done in the past. You know, you, a lot of you hear a lot of times people say it really takes you know three years for really your program to be a hundred percent put in place. Uh, and so we're excited in year two just because our kids now have been around uh, the way we do things and our staff for uh, almost 18 months now. And so th- these kids, they're, they're accustomed and they know what we expect. Uh, and so we're excited just about, you know, the culture uh, in year two, being a little bit stronger in year one, just because these kids have been, uh, you know, exposed to it more. Uh, and that's not to take anything away from last year's group because I, I you know last year's group was a great group and I, I'm so thankful for the way they embraced us but you know just the more the kids 
are around it and believe in it, uh, the more exposure they have, the better that's going to be. Uh, and so we're looking forward just to that year two culture and, and continuing to build uh, what we're trying to build here. And and to put it into perspective, when you came in, um, everything changed. Right. We, which is normal when a new coach comes yes. in. But um, the, the previous style right. for the team was as a running team, as a, a, a totally different philosophy yes. than your philosophy. Right. And so we talked about it last year. When you came in, you had to go and reteach like everything. You had a uh, one of the best players, maybe the best player on the team last year was Garrett Hayes, right. uh, who goes on to play for TCU. Uh, but that's a guy who, as an offensive lineman, had to relearn how to play the position after several years because there was such a change. Right. And that's the kind of thing that you'll have a jump start on this year. Yes, sir. Because, uh, again, our kids did it all last year, and then they did it uh, this, you know, in a normal year, we would feel you know a lot better than we even this year because we had such a big you know we really didn't have much of an off season because it got cut short. Uh, but everybody's in that boat. That's not an excuse. That's just reality. Sure. Uh, but you know, but our kids, we like I said earlier, we've been up here this summer, uh, so we have got to work with them this summer. So we're hoping that help that kind of void we missed in the spring. Uh, but yeah, we're. We think we're going to be better at doing some of the little things because our kids have done it more. I know one of the things that last year at the start of the season was a little difficult and got better through the season for sure was actually catching the football. Right. Because, you know, in the past, the ball wasn't thrown very much for several years, um, 10 years before right. before you got here. Um, is that something you were able to work on this summer? Yeah, we, we've tried to get the balls out and throw quite a bit and uh because that's a you know that's a thing like you just said you know if you watched the season last year as we went on uh our kids you know and and jaquinta taylor is the one that really pops into my mind uh you know really started catching the ball better uh because they did it more you know the more you do something the better you get at it muscle memory right and late in the season uh, we really were throwing and catching uh, at a pretty high rate, a lot better than we were. We I think back to those first few scrimmages and even the first few <laughs> games. Uh, but we're uh, we we have worked on that a lot, and we we want to be more efficient in the passing game than we were uh, last year. Now, you know, we we still feel like probably the strength of of our kids right now uh, is going to be in the run game. Uh, But our our goal is to be efficient in every part uh, and make defenses defend uh, the whole field and defend all the all aspects of an offensive football team. Uh, But we're going to play to our kids' strengths uh, every year. And so, you know, we still, we, we feel really good about our running game, part of the type of running backs and quarterbacks that we have. Uh, But we, we know if we're going to be, where we want this team to be, we we have to be efficient in the passing game. And so this summer, that's really what we focused on with our kids is, is you know, our quarterbacks and receivers, most of the time we spend is throwing and catching the football. All right, so um, this may be year, just year two, but you know, one thing that's always the same in um, athletics is change. 
Right. And so last year, your um, offensive coordinator was your brother. Right. And he's now moved on. And so talk a minute about, you know, the opportunity is, I mean, I'm sure your family is very excited for your brother right. to get the opportunity. Um, but also, what's it, What's the impact on Athens ISD? Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's a great opportunity for him. And we're happy for him and uh, that you know, he was able to feel he really wanted to be a head coach, and so he's getting that chance. Uh, but here at Athens, you know, the great thing is, we, you know, and I said it earlier, we have, you know, I really feel we have the best coaching staff uh, around uh, in the state of Texas. And so we're, we're not going to lose a beat. Uh, you know, we, the offense that we do is, is you know, is a large part uh, in – what I've always done as offense coordinator, so there's not going to be much change uh, in what we do offensively. Uh, we promoted, we we promoted our offensive line coach Dale Walker uh, to the offensive coordinator position, uh, and then we hired uh, a guy named Stony Patton from Fairfield. He was he's been Fairfield's offensive coordinator. He's been offensive coordinator for three years uh, and had a lot of success at Fairfield. Fairfield had one of the best offenses uh, in the state last year. So we're excited about the ideas he's going to bring to us. Uh, and, you know, we've gave, He's going to be the passing game coordinator uh, and kind of take our passing game and put, put a little tweaks in it. But we're still going to – the offense is going to look similar uh, and we're still going to – do what we believe in as a staff. And like I said, it, it, we were very fortunate uh, to have someone like Coach Walker, who has also been an offense coordinator for about seven years uh, before he came here as office coordinator at Pflugerville Weiss, 5A school in the Austin area. And so we're, we're fortunate to have great coaches and somebody just to step up and take on that role and then bring in Coach Patton and see the ideas that – he brings. So we, we, I couldn't be more excited about our offensive staff moving forward. So one of the things, and I, and I know you don't really like this term. I'm going to use it now just so that people understand. Okay. Um, but your offense um, uses more trick plays. Right. Than the average, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you explain it. The reason you don't like say trick plays is because you practice them; they're regular plays, right? Uh, but they are built on misdirection. Yeah. Um, and would you talk about that part of your philosophy? Because yes. I think that last year that was something that people didn't know about you and were kind of surprised when they saw. Right. You know, and I, you know the reason we don't like the term trick play because when I heard when I hear term trick play, I think of like. Uh, you know, a magic trick, something that's not part of what you do. You know, it's an illusion. Uh, it's not real. Uh, and again, we we call like you said, it's just part of our offense. And we believe uh, that that you know, for for us to be successful, for we, we want to put our kids in as many ways to be successful as possible. And we feel when you practice uh, those misdirection and those. Those plays, those big hit plays, because uh, we believe that's what they are. You know, they, they can get you points in a hurry, and we believe that you go into every game with three of them, uh, and that, that's our philosophy. We, we want to have three plays that the defense hasn't seen uh, that we think could be home run plays for us. Uh, that's really what we call them is home run plays. Like we're we're going to hit a big one on this play. And so 
we, we like you said we devote we devote a segment to it every every day we practice them uh every day of the week uh and we we feel out by the time we get to friday uh we feel good about calling those plays in big situations uh because we practice them and we think we can execute them now it's not like the first time we practice them on thursday we practice them over and over and usually on monday when we practice them they don't they don't look very good, uh, you know, especially if it's a, it's a new one. Uh, you know, if we, if we go to a game we don't use it, and we think it's it's going to be a, uh, effective against the next team, we just keep it in in. So it's uh, but if it's a new one, then we're breaking out for that week. It takes a few days for it to for us to execute them. But yeah, we we, we always try to find ways. Hey, and, and it and it differs on who we're playing. You know, we we try to find. Hey, we think this play is going to work because. You know their corners, their their secondary really comes up hard on screen passes. So if if we see that, then we're gonna have a, a double pass uh, where we throw the screen and then throw it because their corners are coming up fast. You know, so we we really try to uh, make them in that week on what that team does, what what's gonna be successful against them. But yeah, that, that's a huge part of our offense. It's built into the game plan that these three plays are there designed for or picked for that particular defense. And the other thing you said while you were speaking, which uh, was a big thing to me, was man, you don't you don't you're not using these things in small moments. No. These are game turning plays. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's an attitude that like you're not playing to you're not playing to not lose. Right. You're playing to win. Yeah, and you're right. We're not we're not going to call them when we're up by up or down by four or five scores. Uh, we're going to call them hey when we really need them and we think hey this is a great we we need a mo- either we need a big momentum change or you know you think back to last year against Bullard it was fourth and seven the game was on the line uh, it was a tie ball game when we called the. Double reverse, thump at the quarterback, uh, throw to the running back in a huge spot, and we're able to execute it and what the difference in the game. So we, we we use them for big plays, and you're right, we're going to give our, like I said earlier, we owe it to our kids to, hey, we're, we're going to throw everything we got. Uh, and that, that's just kind of our mentality of our program. We're going to give it all, uh, we're going to be all in, and we're not going to hold anything back. So. All right, so Monday, Coming in, tell us a little bit now. I know usually, especially early in the season, coaches don't like to talk too much about individual players a whole lot just because things tend to – it's funny how things can change the minute you get onto the field. Right. And then the minute you put on pads, they change again. Yeah. Um, but talk about, like, what what do we have returning? I mean, what yeah. are the numbers like returning on either side of the ball? Well, we, you know, we, we did graduate a big senior class. Uh, we graduated 28 seniors, uh, which is a big class. Uh, that's how many we finished with the beginning of the year. I think we had closer to 30, uh, 31 actually. Uh, but we finished with 28 seniors. So we returned 16 lettermen, uh, which isn't a lot. Uh, and then we returned, I believe, Five, uh, four starters on offense and six on defense. Uh, yeah, that's not a lot. No, it's not. Uh, and so we we are gonna we're gonna be a young team. Uh, we're gonna play probably more sophomores uh, than we we typically have, and and there's a chance we may play a few freshmen, which is something 
I, I don't I've never done uh, but you know and, and our philosophy on freshmen and sophomores is if we're going to put them on our varsity football team they're going to play uh, I'm not going to put a freshman or sophomore on the varsity team and be a backup or be a, just sub him in on special teams if they're a freshman or sophomore on the varsity they're going to start and they're going to play uh, a lot uh, because you know, if they're not going to play, we need to have them on the sub varsity where they're gaining experience. I was going to say, uh, the reason for that is right. because if, if they're just standing on the sideline, they're not learning. No doubt. Uh, you know, you would rather have them on the JV team yes, getting sir. some experience. Yes, sir. And so we think we're going to be young, but at the same time, you know, we, 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 we're really excited about uh, defensively uh, where, where we think we're going to be a much better defensive football team with the six we have returning and the guys we have coming. You know, we, we have we do have some guys with a lot of experience in that senior class. You know, Nathan Sims has been on the varsity football team since he's a freshman uh, and is a elite high school football player. Uh, and so we're excited about him on both sides of the ball. Uh, and we, we have some more seniors that have a lot of experience. Uh, defense end, Derek Killingsworth. Uh, it will be a three-year starter. Connor Clay at linebacker. Uh, is going, we think going to be a great player uh, at Mike um, for our defense. And so we, we do have some really good senior leaders. Uh, Caleb Clemens uh, is, is about as good as they come as far as a leader, and we're looking forward to seeing him play. And so, again, we're going to be young, but we think our senior leadership is good, and we have some guys that have fought a lot of battles uh, on, board on Friday nights. And so we expect – uh, to be right in the middle uh, of the district race. And when I say right in the middle, I don't mean finish in the middle. I mean, we expect to be one of the teams compete for a district title. Uh, and so we're, we're excited uh, about this team and about this year. Uh, I had something else, and I forgot as I was talking about district title. Something <laughs> that happens to me yeah. all the time, Coach. Hey, one of the things, we talked a lot about the offense. Right. Um, but we didn't talk much about the defense earlier. The defense went through the same thing, where the new system comes yeah. in, took a little bit to trans- transition, and they started to look really good um, as the year. Yeah, went they on. did play better, and you know we, we've even <laughs> simplified. You know, one thing we're trying to do is what we're trying. We, we want our kids to play with relentless effort, and that's one of our core values. Uh, and you know, and I really think how you see relentless efforts on the defense side of the football. Uh, and you can turn on a film and see teams that have that mentality and everybody playing over there selling out. And so, you know, we, we've simplified our defensive scheme and because we, we want our defense to know exactly what they're supposed to do and play and and give it all, give 110% every time they're on the field and don't save anything. Play fast. That's right. And so – that that's really what we tried to do, and so I'm and I, I am excited about watching our defense because I think I think we're going to make huge strides on that side of the football. Uh, and you know, I just remember what I was going to talk about. Uh, you know, the the biggest thing that from a team, you know, not a weakness, but just we we lost. Uh, you know, last year we graduated. We played six offensive linemen. Uh, you know, we, we subbed a couple guys in and tried to play six guys. Uh, but we graduated five of the six. Uh, and so that's a big area 
you know, of inexperience that we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to figure out quick and have some guys really step up. Because uh, if we if we can get some guys step up and play at a high level there, I, I think offensively, uh, we're, we're still going to be a great football team on offense. Uh, because we, we have a we have three really good running backs uh, and the, the guys competing at the quarterback position uh, are are dual threat type players and so we, we think if we can really get some uh, have our offense line step up we could be pretty hard to stop on offense as well yeah and the offensive line was a strength of the team last year especially yeah. early when you were able to rely on that yes. running game when you were still trying to figure out other portions Right. parts of the offense yeah i would say the offensive line might have been you know or, or like you said it was our strength and it was man just such a great group of young men uh we're, we're gonna miss those guys you're not gonna replace, you know somebody asked me last week hey you gonna replace garrett hayes my way you're not gonna replace garrett hayes sure and that's i've coached this is gonna be my 16th year and i've i've never coached a player as talented as him, uh, and so you're, you're not. I, I wish you had a Garrett Hayes every year, but the reality is you don't. I don't think. I don't think people in the stands may have realized exactly what kind of athlete Garrett was because he's you know he's playing on the offensive line right. and he's mashing because he's big. But then you see him when he played defense or on a special teams play right. with the with the speed and the agility he had at that size. Yeah, he was really special. Uh, and not only that, it's, it's also just his character and how oh, yeah. he played and how he approached the game and how he approached his life. Uh, but uh, saying that, you know, and then we also lost, you know, uh, Clayton House, who was our center, who was a team captain and a great leader and uh, a great high school football player. So we lost some big – some big holes there, uh, but we do, we are excited. We do think we have some guys that are going to step up and, and pull. In, you know, one of them. Yeah, you say you can't replace him, but we got we got John Hayes uh, that is probably going to play the exact same position that Garrett did. So that that'll kind of be funny. You know, you, Hayes. We still got a Hayes out there. Uh, yeah, and he's going to be. We hope we're hoping he's going to be a great high school football player too. We think he is. All right. So Monday, Monday, August third. When you gonna when you gonna hit the field? So we're going to practice uh, in the mornings uh, when it's still cold. We're going to, our, we're bringing, and again, we're staggering our times. Our freshmen are going to come in at seven, uh, and then our upperclassmen are going to come in at seven thirty uh, to stagger the time, stagger when we're in their locker room, uh, and so we're going to be on the field uh, with the with the upperclassmen at seven thirty. And and. I know you, you've got your practices planned out. You know where everything's going to be and where you're going to go. Now, the important thing is, does the DJ have the songs picked out? Uh, well, let's hope he does. You know, that's, that's one of his, that's one of old Coach Bragg's jobs. Is, uh, Coach Bragg has a lot of jobs and he, he does them all really good. Uh, but he, uh, he, he usually has us ready to go when we get on the field and get the energy up and get the excitement going. So I, I bet he does. All right. Well, Coach, thank you very much for letting us come in and talk to you a little bit. We're all excited about a new season of Hornet football, Hornet sports across the board. Uh, I know the volleyball team's going to be getting into action on Monday as well. Like you said, we've got cross country. we got tennis going on. It's going to be really exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you for the chance to talk to you about it, and uh, we'll be talking to you again next week. I appreciate you, Michael. Thanks so much.